1: Good afternoon, good evening, hello, and welcome wherever you are in the world to Living Well on A2Zen.fm. I am Keisha Clark, your host, and if you so desire, your Living Well Empowerment Agent for the next approximately hour or so. And we are just having a fabulous time already. We've kicked it off with some huge fun and giggles in the the live room before the show. We're still going to see if we can figure out how to tape some of our pre-show conversations They are hilarious, (laughs) and it's a really fun way to get ready to go on air, and I'm so grateful that I get to play with some amazing beings that I call my friends, and they are happening to be my co-producers, and that is Christine McIver, Carol Glover, and Rioa Fortner. Thank you for bringing me into this every week with a smile, a laugh, and an amazing um, energy of joy and celebration. Wow how does it get even better? (laughs) So I may be slightly digressing, but not really. Um, Starting with gratitude and how does it get more fun than that? If you have not already joined us in the chat room, please come into the chat room and play with us live. If you're on the home screen of A to Zen, that word chat room is in the red bar near the top of your screen. If you click on that, it'll ask you to give yourself a name. You can just pick whatever one you want and log in. There's no secret password. Um, And if you would like to call in with a question or a comment or something that might have you pondering the world or life or anything else, <laughs> relatively speaking, you can call us in the U.S. at 815 880 8255. In Canada, you can dial us at 613-800-8736. And in the UK, you can dial us at zero three three zero 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 one zero six two five. You can also Skype us here at a 2 fm. You do not have to wait for a reply. If you're sending a contact request, just hit the request and then join us with a call. So, wow, uh, it is Friday, June 12th, at least for this moment in time, and whether you are joining us today live or in the future, I thank you for the contribution you are being to this conversation. And what are we talking about today? Hmm. We are talking about this question. We're going to play with this question. So if you stopped making yourself wrong, would that be wrong? (laughs) kind of a tilted puppy dog head question Um, because you know what is this crazy notion that so many of us buy into that we are inherently wrong and what makes so many of us work so hard to enforce alignment to that point of view who made that shit up could we please give it up now (laughs) and what are we actually creating when we're functioning from the point of view that we are wrong is it a big fat lie we try to tell ourselves, so that we have something in common with everyone else who's trying to pretend that they're wrong. So what would happen if we stopped making ourselves wrong? Don't panic, you don't have to choose it forever, just maybe for the next hour with me here. Just take a breath, peeps. What would happen if we stopped making ourselves wrong? Would we have to make ourselves right? Or is there another possibility we could be playing with? Let's explore that possibility. Yeah. So wrongness is quite a popular club, eh? I know that maybe I'm the only person in this little group at this moment who can relate to that, but I have a sense that I'm. Uh, there's probably a few more of you out there who've played this game, some for a long time. Some of us, we've kind of tried to create our whole life as a wrongness. Uh, and some of us have actually begun to choose now or maybe in the few recent years past that um maybe we want to play with something different (laughs) someone in the chat says they have a platinum membership to that club wow and how uh how how much energy does it take (laughs) to be that level of membership in the wrongness club yikes (laughs) so we have this interesting notion that we are inherently not okay and you know I'm just going to start the show by calling bullshit. So bullshit. And who wants to join me? Yeah. It's getting a little smelly in here. And, you know, it's great for fertilizer. Let's put it in the field and let's grow something else that's really fantastically phenomenal and actually could provide sustenance for us. Yeah. Bullshit times a godzillion. Thank you, Rioa. What is this lie that we are trying to buy that we are inherently wrong? Could We even be that. Wow. A lot of charge around that. Like, if we weren't wrong, what would we be? Yeah? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) So let's play with some things and and for this show we're going to have uh we're going to be using some tools from access consciousness you may have heard me mention that on previous shows or perhaps on some of the other shows here on A to Zen, if you uh join us more than once a week and um access consciousness is a fantastic i'm going to call it a modality because i don't really have a better word to describe it it's way more than that um uh it is a set of tools and tips and and it is just and it's an amazing adventure for me that's what it has been and that's what it is being uh and i also refer to it as a, a kind of a rocket fuel for all of the other types of things i've been practicing in my life and applying in my life it takes it to sort of that uh expanded version of oh my goodness how incredible And one of the things that we use in Access is called a clearing statement. And to find out more about these things, you can either go to accessconsciousness.com or you can go to theclearingstatement.com. There is tons of information on both of those websites about access, about the clearing statement, about the history, the story, the fun stuff we do, the amazing co-creators, Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here, and some fantastic beings who, have, who are facilitating access consciousness around the world. So please take a moment to check that out if you haven't already and see what kind of fun there might be there for you. And uh the clearing statement is right and wrong, good and bad, Pock and pot all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. You may hear that come from my mouth a few times, and if not, just know that we're just gonna ask that energy to be running for this entire show, given there is such an enormous charge around the the topic of wrongness um The the primary tool that we use in Access Consciousness, uh, and that I use in life, (laughs) that many of us are already using, is question. And the way we play with question uh, in in terms of Access Consciousness um, is we ask a question and what we're looking at is, wow, we're noticing if there's a charge that comes up around the energy of that question or not. And... When that energy starts to come up, when that charge reveals itself, we utilize the clearing statement to disperse the energies. We ask, will you be willing to destroy and uncreate everything that is or everything that creates that? Um, And hopefully we're at the point we can say yes. And if we're not at the point we can say yes, there's no wrongness in that, just letting you know that from the get-go. So if you were not wrong, what would you be? And if you were not wrong, who would you be? Does anyone notice a bit of a charge (laughs) that comes up when I ask those questions? So everything that is and everything that's creating, would you be willing to destroy and uncreate all of that? Yeah. and uh lily is moving some energy wow bless your heart my love yeah that question brought up a great charge for lily and for those of you who don't know lily <laughs> she is my co-pilot in consciousness and a brilliant co-creator that i get to play with and this is um wow she's she's moving a bit of energy this this made her tummy a little bit upset so it it happens for many of us in different ways it shows up in our bodies very different, depending on who we are, depending on what body we're playing in, and the the energy we're playing in. So, I'm just gonna send some love to Miss Lillaroo. Yes, my darling. Yeah. So every if anyone is having weirdness in your body, if you're feeling an intensity, that is not uncommon when we ask questions and when we're doing the processing. And so anything that that is, and everything that that is bringing up, wow. Would you be willing to please destroy and uncreate all of it now? Yeah, right and wrong, good and bad, pock and pot, all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. Okay, let's take a breath and just expand out into the universe. Let your barriers down, take a breath, expand and relax. Yeah. And isn't it interesting that there is so much charge around this question, around any question having to do with wrongness. We kind of go into this place of, I don't want to look at that. There's a whole lot of conclusion that we already are it, and we can't not be it. It seems to be exactly real. It seems to be way more comfortable for most of us to live with the point of view and function from the point of view that we're wrong, rather than we actually might be something other than wrong. So again, are you willing to call bullshit with me? <clears throat> not not that I want to throw an, app, you know, upset the apple cart. Of course. Oh wait, yes, I kind of do. <laughs> so, if you're ready to be a little bit unconventional, a little bit controversial, call bullshit with me today or for this 5 minutes. You can take it back if you want. <laughs> Riola is singing bullshit and dump, dumping apples. Yes. there you go honey and Carol says if we live in wrong we don't have to do anything we're just wrong and we get to sit hey that kind of reads a little for a lot of folks I wonder how many of us have been choosing that oh well I'm wrong there's really nothing I can do about it so I'm just going to be the wrongness be in the wrongness and you know there's lots more people to play with if I am pretending that I'm wrong so Yeah. Okay. And everything that's bringing up, are you willing to destroy and uncreate it? And some of you might be saying, why is she laughing? (laughs) Great question. This is another thing that might occur when we're doing the processing, when we're clearing the energies and the charge around various issues and various topics and various energies you get to the point where you start to laugh or giggle or chuckle or, you know, sometimes we're actually rolling on the floor laughing. It just depends on what we're clearing, when we're clearing it, what questions we're willing to ask. And the latter is usually an indication that something has shifted and something is lightening up and something is changing. And the charge that was there is being dispersed and literally destroyed and uncreated. And we're talking about generative destruction when we're asking about destroying and uncreating in case we, anyone needed a reminder about that. We've talked about that on some previous shows. And if you would like to look into any of the, listen to and look into any of the previous shows, they are available in the archives on a AtoZen.fm. Um, the past two weeks, I was speaking with the lovely, amazing, and magical Kara Wright. And we were talking about choosing embodiment. And in the course of the conversation, there was such an energy around this the sort of um, fundamental point of view that so many of us try to take, um, that we don't have a choice. Um, what we were talking about in those two shows specifically was choosing embodiment, meaning choosing to be embodied on this planet. And whether you're in a body or not, there can still be that point of view of, about wrongness that we're created from it, that we're born into it, that it's just part of what we are because it's part of what we're made of, because it's an energy we we have. And let me just ask you a question. <laughs> How many of you have a kind of charge, like it sort of pisses you off when we say the word wrongness. And when someone tries to introduce the notion that you actually could be wrong, does anybody have that gone? on? Does anybody notice the energy might get kind of tense? It might get kind of awkward, uncomfortable, like you want to, you know, clench your fists. Yeah. And so what is that? Great question. A lot of times what we find and what I've found that is true for me is When something like that's occurring, it is a red flag in my universe that there is a lie present that I'm either trying to buy or I have bought or I'm resisting trying to buy. Yeah, how much do we know about what is true for us and who we inherently are and the energy we actually be and what is the lie we think we need to convince ourselves to buy? that we could ever be wrong yeah and everything that's bringing up would you be willing to destroy and uncreate it thank you so much yeah so on that note we're going to go to a break and i am inviting you over the break to sit with this just be with it you don't have to sit with it you could dance with it or run with it or whatever you're doing just be with this energy and i would like for you to please begin to perhaps acknowledge how much you are aware of the energy of a lie and how much you might be trying to create from that and let's play with some more of these questions about stopping making ourselves wrong when we come back from the break you're listening to Living Well on A2N.FM we'll be right back
0: Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and creating greater in your life and what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies and might that also create more in the future Join Keisha Clark, Empowerment Agent, and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm.
2: What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. The worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a Bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life?
0: How much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions. In the U.S., 815-880-8255. In Canada, at 613-800-8736. In the U.K., at 033-0001 zero six two five by Skype at A two Zen dot FM or by emailing Keisha at LivingWellNow at gmail dot com. Now back to our show
1: <laughs> Welcome forward everybody. Ah uh, to well so if you stopped making yourself wrong, would that be wrong? <laughs> and yes I'm at the point that I'm laughing about it. It's kind of a preposterous thing that we do. And how brilliant are we that we can take up so much time and energy with this lovely distraction called wrongness in this case, that we totally miss so much of our lives. Yeah. And that is considered normal. Thank you, Christine. Yeah. And so how many of you aspire to be normal? <laughs> i can say that i spent a lot of time doing that i don't uh, do that as much anymore i do have moments and what would it take to be totally comfortable to have total ease with no normalcy in and as your life your living and your reality yeah how awesome could that be so Before the break, I was inviting you to just be with the energy of your awareness around this notion that we are wrong, that we could be wrong. And I was talking about the red flag that that goes off for me when I'm noticing uh, some of my – if there's an intensity coming up in my universe when somebody makes a statement or asks a question. For me, where I am in this moment in my life is wrongness – is an enormous lie. And that's one of part of where I went to calling bullshit in the first part of the show. And you're welcome to continue doing that for everyone who's that just might feel kind of yummy. It's just call it. You know how sometimes we just call people on their shit or we call ourselves on our own shit? Call it. It's bullshit. And what do you know? And is that true for you or not true for you? And if it's not true for you No wrongness in that. (laughs) And I will invite you to keep asking questions around what it is that you might be trying to convince yourself that wrongness is actually validating for you. Wow. And how many of us have sought validation through our wrongness? It's a popular club as we were talking about in the first part of the show. And how many reasons can we come up with that we are wrong? Maybe it's our sex. Maybe it's our gender. Maybe it's our age. Maybe it's our culture or our tax bracket, our social group. Maybe it's our neighborhood. Maybe it's our ethnicity. Maybe it's fill in the blank. Every reason and justification you're using to validate wrongness and to validate you as a wrongness, would you be willing to even begin to give that up? Yeah. And everything that doesn't allow that, would you be willing to destroy and uncreate it? Times a godzillion. Yeah. Right and wrong, good and bad, pock and pot all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. And wow, what else is available if we could free up the intensity and the solidification of being in the wrongness of us and actually look at the possibility that something is really incredible that something is really awesome that something is really beautiful that something is really magical about us and that we might actually be incredible Awesome, brilliant, beautiful, and magic. Yeah. So here's another question for you. Do you not already know this about you? And everywhere you are resisting, just allowing it to be true for you and allowing your awareness of what is true to be so for you. Would you destroy and uncreate that? Yeah. Thank you, my darling. Yeah. So another thing that I have heard people say, and is always an intriguing thing, because I always have that kind of red flag in my universe, is when I hear conversations about men and women... And how much energy is spent and how many stories have been spun around the wrongness of men and the wrongness of women or the rightness of men or the rightness of women just because they chose to embody as a man or a woman. And one of the things that I have heard said often is that there is this, oh gosh, I, I guess it could be a philosophy, it could be a belief structure, Um and, and I, the first time I heard Gary talk about this, I just had such resistance. And he said, because men are always wrong. And for me, what I was aware of and at that moment not willing to acknowledge was I grew up in a world where that was actually a prevailing point of view regardless of what was being presented in the media at that time or what was being told in many of the popular stories. And at the same time, that was kind of juxtaposed against, and yet we are dependent upon, as women, we are dependent upon men to exist in society. Now, nobody was saying that outright. That was the energy underneath much of what was going on. I don't know if any, else, any other folks might have had this type of experience in their childhood. Uh, but this was really prevalent, and I, at the time, of course, as like a 6- and 8-year-old, did not have the languaging, <laughs> nor did I have the uh, skills to have conversation about that. And no one in my family would have really wanted to do that anyway. <laughs> so, and, and that's not to make them wrong. It's simply where we were functioning from. There were men in my family, amazing men in my family, who were brilliantly talented and incredibly capable of amazing things. And they built houses, and they did beautiful craftsmanship with woodworking and welding and all kinds of amazing talent, gifts, talents, and capacities, big time. And to the observer... No one might have noticed that. And within the dynamics of the family, those traits and those talents were not necessarily acknowledged or appreciated. Um, A lot of their talents and gifts became something that they were kind of obligated to do and to be in the family as it was just part of their role. And it wasn't the same for every member of my family. It was just something that was created out of the way each of the family members chose to be functioning at that point in time. So interestingly, it created some very bizarre dynamics in my young world. (laughs) And one of them was that I I have to have this, but it's wrong to have to have it because men will not be your friend. Men can only be trusted to a point. So the wrongness of men was something that was actually very much true in society. And when I first heard Gary Douglas talk about it, I did not want to, to, to call that up. I did not want to look at that. And what Gary goes on to say is that it is a prevalent point of view in our culture, in a lot of parts of the world that men are wrong. And for some of you, like me, I was pulling up examples in my universe of what about in places where men are creating themselves as the dominant role and women are made wrong. And, yeah, wow. So everything that's bringing up, (laughs) could we please destroy and uncreate all of that Yeah, yeah, wow, wow. Let's just, okay, take a breath and expand, and let's look at this. Just what is your awareness of how much there has been a fundamental wrongness created and invented and perpetrated around what we choose to embody as, whether it's man or woman, now, here's something interesting. The conversation between Gary and, the, well, in several numbers of scores of classes over the past few years that I've had the privilege of playing with, um, with Gary and with Dane, and with a number of other facilitators in Access, and with a number of people who not are not necessarily Access facilitators, they are also bringing this question into the forefront in their own lives, is how many lifetimes have we been Men. And how many lifetimes have we been women? Yeah. What do we know about this notion of wrongness, about this notion of either or? What do we really know? And everywhere we're working really hard to maintain the polarization of male and female. Could we destroy and uncreate that? Everywhere we've participated in it, past, present, or future, in any time, space, dimension, or reality. Are you willing to destroy and uncreate all of that now? Wow. Wow. (laughs) Thank you. Wow. So let's look at what is this notion, this point of view of wrongness. If wrongness is not really true, What is true for you? What is true for us? What else is possible for us to play with that we have never considered? And what do we know? And for all of us who may be trying to go to, well, then we have to be right. Could we destroy and uncreate everywhere we're trying to go to the rightness of us? Yeah. Interestingly, rightness or wrongness, either one, requires us to take a position. It requires us to defend for or against. It requires us to make a conclusion. It requires judgment to be either wrong or right. And then we get into all kinds of spin cycles around either of those things. And it's really not pretty, and it's really not pleasant. (laughs) For me, it's really not fun. And yet, we do it often, don't we? If we're not wrong, well, I have to be right. So I have to demonstrate how right I am. If I'm not demonstrating how wrong I am to prove the rightness of my wrongness, then I must have to be demonstrating how right I am to prove the wrongness of my rightness and the rightness of my wrongness. And do you see what an insane cycle it begins to become? And how much awareness are you choosing? Yeah. And everything that's bringing up, and everywhere you are defending vehemently that either of those has to be real and true for you, could you please destroy and uncreate all of this? Wow. <laughs> right, wrong, good, bad. Puck, pot, all nine, shorts, boys and beyond. Do you see the insanity of the point of view? Do you see the insanity of the lie? Do you get that? Do you perceive that? And how many of us simply have this tape running in the background of our existence and our universe 24-7? Yeah. (laughs) And do you perceive this spark of joy or delight or, oh wow, what is that, yumminess, (laughs) is one of my favorite words, of what might be possible if we allowed rightness and wrongness to fall away. It's been a really interesting week. Well, every week is a very interesting week on ASN. (laughs) And I have the privilege of sitting in one of the producer chairs. So I get to hear quite a few of these shows throughout the week. And we have 20-something, I think we may almost have 30 hosts now that I'm aware of, uh, who are playing with these questions and are choosing to step out of everywhere they have bought into wrongness. And they are choosing into more question, more freedom. And it's really fascinating. Each one of the shows is its own amazing processing session. And each one of the shows has who it appeals to and who it is being an invitation to. And um, <laughs> a, a few of the hosts this week have also acknowledged you know, this show, the topic of their show for this week, Um, just kind of showed up in their universe and they had really no idea what it was going to be or what it was desiring to be and they could have gone into the wrongness of the not knowing they could have gone into oh i i can't do that and i believe it was Lori larson on her show uh this week which was more money please um you know she was acknowledging at the top of her show this topic showed up and and she was like well what do i know about money (laughs) she was Functioning from this kind of point of view that she hadn't really become aware of up until the topic of the show started tapping on her universe, that she didn't really know as much as other people. And so, therefore, she couldn't have a conversation about money. And it was beautiful to listen to the show because throughout the show, the energy of her becoming more and more acknowledging of her awareness and her capacity with money and that something else was actually possible with her and with money and with her knowing about money was amazing and that is the power of the question what if we could allow question to take us out of the wrongness and to take us out of the rightness and to take us out of our need to be either of those things and allow us to choose into something completely different like the limitlessness of us and the limitlessness of choice and possibility and contribution and how incredible does that feel in your universe and in your body yeah If you have a little bit of buzziness going on or you have a little bit of floaty feeling going on or if you feel like your brain has just like totally tilted on its axis, (laughs) it's really okay. What if that was the space of possibility? And what if that is the space you truly be, the energy you be without the points of view that structure it? and give it form and significance and make it matter. Because how often do we make our wrongness really matter? And I mean that figuratively and literally. We can have lots of conversations about quantum physics and we're living it every day. We're actualizing what we have as our point of view into our reality every day. And if we're functioning, From the point of view of wrongness, do you get a sense of what that is creating in our physical life and as our physical life, in our body, in our house, in our yard, in our neighborhood, in our job, in our everywhere? Yeah. So everything that is, would you be willing to ask a question and choose different? And would you be willing to destroy and uncreate everything that does not allow you to do that with ease? Nice. Thank you. What would life be like? What would your life be like if every time you began to go into judgment and wrongness of you, you could stop yourself? You could simply allow a new question to explode into your universe. Without effort, without force, and without judging that you were going into judgment or wrongness for that moment. Something really interesting has been happening. This last week, for me, it's been brought to my awareness how... (laughs) how much judgment I am still functioning from, I have been still functioning from. And it's showing up in some of the most intriguing places. And, and of course, lots of us have those places that we have an easier time coming out of the wrongness of us. And then it starts to get a little more challenging. Like, oh, in relationship, we might still go into wrongness of us, you know, at the speed of light. <laughs> Or in our, when it comes to making money, we might still go into the wrongness of us. Or when it comes to, you know, job performance. Or when it comes to how we're how we're parenting our kids, we might go into the wrongness of us. Yeah, 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 yeah. So all the places <laughs> that you are holding on to, all the all the like, wow, all the parking spots you have reserved for wrongness <laughs> in the different aspects of your life. Wow. <laughs> Holy moly, would you be willing to even begin to consider (laughs) destroying and uncreating those? Yeah, wow. And everywhere, you're not allowing yourself to perceive, know, be, and receive those places. Oh, my goodness. Would you be willing to change that now? Okay. Everybody keep breathing. We did not distribute uh, complimentary barf bags with this episode. My apologies.
2: <laughs>
1: so we're going to have a little break. And when we come back, let's, let's dive into this a little bit more. Yeah, and just let's, let the energy of that clearing continue to run. How many of those places are you willing to change that? And all of this thing that you're noticing that might be a resistance or where you feel like you cannot let it go, you cannot loosen your grip, Mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, wow. What if you'd simply let go of the lie? Yeah. Let's play with that over the break. You are listening to Living Well on AtoZen.fm. I am Keisha Clark. I am so grateful you are playing with me today. Wow. We'll be right back. (laughs)
0: Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark, Empowerment Agent, and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm.
2: What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change.
0: How much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions. In the U.S., 815-880-8255. In Canada, at 613 800 eight seven three six in the UK at zero three three zero 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 one zero six two five by Skype at a2zen.fm or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com now back to our show
1: <laughs> welcome forward welcome back <laughs> Welcome everywhere. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. You are listening to Living Well on A to AtoZen.fm. I'm your host, Keisha Clark, and today we are daringly going into all of these amazing places, wow, that we have been choosing wrongness as real and true, and then working ourselves into premature death, if not an actual death, trying to prove it validate it. Wow. Oh wow. Okay. So in the last wow ten minutes of our show, you know, yeah, I always know <laughs> the show is gonna be potent for me and and I'm always amazed at like how the potency shows up and how the amazingness shows up and the incredible people who are contributing wow. It's just you know what? Thank you. Just thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Oh my goodness. So let's see if we can play with a little bit more of this. Um, and everywhere we're being in this intensity and we're interpreting this intensity as uh, something that means anything other than, oh, we have some intensity going on. <laughs> We'd be willing to destroy and uncreate all that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how many, how often are we quickly going into conclusion that intensity is a, means that we're wrong or means that wrongness is present somehow, rather than what if it's possible that this is your awareness? What if it's possible that you are becoming more aware? And if you could be acknowledging your awareness, the intensity would be dispersing with more ease. And everywhere, wow, you know, wow okay just huge massive download of information there (laughs) whoa okay so two things that sort of popped over the break was when i was talking earlier about this prevalent sort of point of view that exists in in a rather hidden way in our in, in many cultures is this wrongness of men and for all of us who are also perceiving the energy around the wrongness of women once again everywhere we have contributed to creating inventing and perpetrating that point of view in any way in any lifetime regardless of the 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 body we showed up in would you be willing to destroy and uncreate everywhere you have been choosing that everywhere You have not been willing to let that go. And everywhere that you are trying to justify it somehow because it was just the popular thing we did or you had to do it as a defense or you were in reaction to something else and yada, yada, yada. Oi, okay. Regardless of all of it, what if you could just choose to destroy and uncreate it? Yeah, 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 yeah. How fabulous might that be? And how much more freedom do you perceive? The moment you choose it, beyond male and female, beyond sex, gender, age, culture, tax bracket, geographical region, period in history, all of it. Okay, nice. Wow, you guys are awesome. (laughs) Yeah. And so we may... For a future date we may play with this conversation specifically dealing with men and women with with male and female there's some really interesting stuff bubbling up so everywhere that you're unwilling to have your awareness around this would you be willing to choose something different now whatever it is there's no wrong choice (laughs) Would you just be willing to choose something different and see what shows up in your universe, in your awareness? Yeah, that. And what is one of the things I'm perceiving is inherently connected to this or related to this is how many of us are defending for or against the wrongness of our bodies. Could we please just acknowledge our bodies now and take a moment to be with our bodies and be grateful and just even consider the possibilities that there is no wrongness in our body. Oh, my gosh. Oh, all of the bodies you've had and all of the bodies that you may choose to create Would you extend this energy into them in the past and in the future? Wow. What if we just said, thank you, bodies? And thank you, Earth, for lending us the beautiful elements that we created those bodies. Here's something interesting, folks. Everywhere you're choosing to function from the point of view of wrongness, are you aware of the massive energy it takes to hold that in place and the massive contribution you are refusing to receive and to be. Do you get that? Wow. Yeah. Do you get a sense of how much more is actually available to us? How much more this amazing planet could be contributing to us? How much more could we be contributing to this amazing planet? And would that nurture our bodies? Would that energize our bodies? If this planet had greater vibrancy, would our bodies maybe have greater vibrancy and if we chose appreciation acknowledgement gratitude and joy and pleasure with and of our bodies is it possible that that would contribute greater to the planet to have greater vibrancy and vitality holy moly this is the conundrum the possible conundrum, the potential conundrum, you could say, of this whole thing about the wrongness. My show, Living Well, the acronym of WEAL, is two questions. Would you be willing to live in and as and from the willingness to embody abundant living? Or are you working to enforce the alignment of a lie? how hard do you have to work to make a lie real and true? And here's another question for you. Do you get that you cannot clear a lie? Do you get that? The first time I heard Gary Douglas say it, of course, he'd probably said it 500 million times before that moment, <laughs> but it just so happened that that particular moment was the first time I actually got it. It, like, landed in my universe, and I, it actually took because I was being the space of receiving that in a whole different way. You cannot clear something that is not yours. So we talk about the tool, who does this belong to? And then we use return to sender with consciousness attached. And this is something I'm finding to be fascinating. If it's not yours, for example, the wrongness that you could ever be created from wrongness or be wrong, if it's not real and it's not yours and you're spending all of this energy trying to either prove it or get rid of it, do you get how it could be driving you insane due to the fact that it's not yours and therefore You can't clear it. And what if you could choose something different? So all of the clearing you're trying to do of this wrongness of you, would you be willing to let go of that? Yes. (laughs) Lily is answering for some folks. Would you be willing to choose A question and we do have a question what's right about this I'm not getting and within that question the word right is being used as what contribution is this where is this working for me that I'm not acknowledging so what's right about wrongness that you're not getting what's right about your unwillingness to see something beyond wrongness of you that is totally possible that if you would be willing to choose it, would change your entire life, living, and reality, and would create a change for everyone else. Yeah. So for the coming week, I invite you to play with, every time you notice you're going into a judgment of you, or a judgment of someone else, and you're invoking the energy of wrongness, would you be willing to ask a question, who does this belong to? Would you be willing to stop yourself and just just notice it? With no point of view that you went into judgment or wrongness, just notice, oh, look, I did it again, oh, my gosh. And be an allowance of something else possible for you to choose and be willing to choose it. So, what do you say, friends? What if you actually could stop making yourself wrong and it's totally okay? Have a great week, everybody. May you be living well and loving you with no wrongness.
0: Thank you for listening in today to Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark. You are invited to join us every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. In the meantime, what would it take for you to be choosing more of the abundance and prosperousness of you and Living Well with Total Ease?